0: So I know all of you church calendar scholars knew today was Trinity Sunday. I mean, if you if you didn't notice, there's a bit of a theme going on in the in in the words we've been saying, in the words we've been singing, a lot of talk about the Holy Spirit and about three in one and one in three. And I think that this is something that I mean it's It's so crucial, I think, in our time because within different denominations, different parts of the Trinity get emphasized. Like Pentecostals emphasize the Holy Spirit. right? The movement of the Spirit, speaking in tongues, those kinds of things, that very much the movement of the Spirit. The the Spirit is very akin to them. The, uh, The big split between the Eastern and the Western Church was over the Holy Spirit. That's why you'll see that like Eastern Orthodox and all that are the way that they understand the Spirit is much closer to what we would think of as Pente- Pentecostals than it is to the Western Church. It's fascinating to see how that played out. Those in the West, we, we like our logic and our rationality and the, and the Holy Spirit seems like this add-on sort of thing. One, one very famous professor said that he had a student that came and, and said, well, I, I, understand, I understand God the Father because I have a father, and I understand God the Son, I'm a son. And, but, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is sort of this, you know, aquamarine amorphous blob. So I think it's good for us to pay attention to that because some would say that we shouldn't be called Christians. We should be called Trinitarians because the focus just isn't, isn't just on Jesus, isn't just on the Christ. It's on the work of God, which is contained, that, that the work of Christ is contained within the whole Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As we were doing a mic check earlier, we, I, was, I was trying to make a joke, which doesn't ever go well. I'm just trying to do it off the top of my head, but here's one for you. You would have thought that they, you know, that maybe they could have come, come up with something better than just the Holy Trinity. I mean, maybe God should have thought this out and could have, add, could have added two more people into the Godhead, because instead of the Holy Trinity, it would have been the Repentagon. God, good. Somebody remembered. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you. Thank you very much yes 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 so there you have it I should probably sit down yeah no I yeah I didn't write that one so just I do find that the New City Catechism is helpful here in terms of our thinking about the Trinity and so I I worked very hard to figure out what I was gonna say today and how I wanted to talk about this and and I'm gonna quote, a very long passage from the New City Catechism. Was, this particular piece was written by a person named Kevin DeYoung. And so just hang in here with me. The doctrine of the Trinity is the most important Christian doctrine that most people never think about. It's absolutely essential to our faith. And yet, for many Christians, it seems like a very confusing math problem. And even if we can figure out what Trinity means, it doesn't feel like it has much bearing on our lives, much less relevance to us. The word Trinity, famously, is not found in the Bible. But the word does well at capturing a number of biblical truths. There are actually seven statements that go into the doctrine of the Trinity. Don't worry, they're short. God is one. There is only one God. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. Got that? Get ready. The Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Spirit. And the Spirit is not the Father. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. If you get those seven statements, then you capture the doctrine of the Trinity, what it means when we say there is one God and three persons. A little side note here, not quoting now. A lot of folks who hear about the Trinity and then hear that we say we're monotheists get very confused. We are monotheists. He's going to go on and try to talk about this. Christians are monotheists. We don't believe in many gods or a pantheon of gods, but just one. And this God expresses God's self and exists as three persons. The language of persons is very important. The early church wrestled with the appropriate language, and persons aptly speaks to the personality of the three members of the Trinity and also their relationship with each other. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all together as one essence, yet there are distinctions. One is not the other, but they're equal in rank, equal in power, equal in glory, equal in majesty. Just as Jesus sends out the disciples to go baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we see this doctrine of the Holy Trinity woven throughout the scriptures. Side note again, in the the very beginning passages of what we call the Bible in Genesis, you get a flavor of this. When, when God makes Adam, the mud man, or the mud human, and breathes into that human the breath of life, the word in Hebrew is ruach, which often gets translated spirit. The spirit of God is what animated that first human, the breath of God. The Spirit is there at the very beginning. In the Gospel of John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Nothing came into being without the Word. The Word, the Logos, meaning Jesus. So we have this Trinitarian kind of language, even though that word, Trinity, is not in this scripture as a word, we have this woven throughout. And once you, un, once you begin to understand it, you begin to see it even more as you, as you read it. Even more confusing to people is the question, why does this even matter? Right? Why does it even matter? It seems very esoteric. Okay, I understand. I got three in one, one in three. What difference does it make for anything in my Christian life? Side note, another writer wrote something that really has stuck with me this week. Our Christian faith, what we believe about what Jesus did for us and how we are to live the Christian life, Christianity and being a person of faith is not about becoming a better person. It's not your best life now. It's about living the new life that we've been given in Christ. There's a big difference. I just wanted to leave that for you to, to chew on a little bit because I've been chewing on that a lot this week because I've spent a lot of time in my life trying to become a better person. First, well, okay, so he says, I think there are three important things that doctrine means for us. First, the Trinity helps us to understand how there can be unity in diversity. Wow, how important is that in our time? The Trinity helps us understand how there can be unity and diversity. This is one of the most pressing questions in our world. Some folks focus almost exclusively on diversity and the fact that people are so different. They don't see any common ground. Others want to press for complete uniformity in thought and government expression. The Trinity shows that you can have a profound real, organic unity with diversity so that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are working in complete union in our salvation. The Father appoints, the Son accomplishes, the Spirit applies. We encounter God as fully God in the Father, in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit, and yet their divine work is neither interchangeable nor redundant. Second, when you have a triune God and here's the point I was trying to make in the children's message you have the eternality of love. Love has existed from all time. If you have a God who is not three persons that God has to create a being to love to be an expression of that God's love. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit existing in eternity have always had this relationship of love. So love is not a created thing. God didn't have to go outside of God's self to love. Love is eternal. And when you have a triune God, you have fully this God who is love. Side note. This God who was love and who had love completely and fully inside of the Godhead, inside of that relationship, chose to create and to love, to share that everlasting love in creation. For God so loved the world, God's spirit moved over the watery chaos and brought life. Love is what brought things into existence. Finally, according to this writer, and most importantly, according to this writer, the doctrine of the Trinity is crucial for the Christian because there is nothing more important in all the world than knowing God. That was another point that I was sort of sliding in the side door with the children's message. If God exists as one God in three persons, if the divine essence subsists as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, if we are baptized into this triune name, then no Christian would want to be ignorant of these realities. In the end, the Trinity matters because God matters. For me personally, that's not the most important point. For me personally, the most important point is the point about love. The second one for me is about unity and diversity. The third one is the one that he notes as of first importance. So I'll just make that caveat. The Trinity is important to us because it is how we encounter God and and who our forefathers and foremothers and all those people of faith who came before us, it is how they encountered God, how they began to seek to try to express how they understood who this God is. And so... Going back to Kevin DeYoung's question, what does that mean for us? That means the way that we operate as humans in terms of being super tribal a lot of the time, in terms of, in terms of always seeing the negative, in terms of acting out of fear, are not the only way. And in fact, they're probably not the preferred way. In the new life that we are called to live into in the Trinity, we are called to seek that unity in diversity, to see the beauty of all things and all people, and to seek to create some sort of unity as we move forward together, even in the midst of chaos and confusion and those who would divide us. We stand firm in seeking to draw people together because each and every person is valuable and worthy of dignity and honor and love because they are created by God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Creator, the Redeemer, the Sustainer, sometimes we say. And so sometimes I think we as Christians, we hear these doctrines and we, and we wonder, well, what, is it, what does that mean for me? Well, I think the doctrine of the Trinity means a lot for us. And so maybe I've created some words around the Holy Spirit that are helpful today and maybe I've created other confusions. Good. Let us seek to know God more fully and more deeply and let us seek to live this new life that God has given us through His Son so that we might show forth His love. Amen.